Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 213. This episode is brought to you by Equip Foods. Equipfoods.com. The discount code is GGW. We love it that you can support the podcast by supporting Equip Foods. We love the protein. We love the pre-workout. We love the post-workout. We love all their products. We're also using their turmeric... Uh, what is it? The supplement the with all the turmeric fan- blend supplement, the yeah. blend of all the yummy anti-inflammatory things that really heavy CrossFitters need. Um, and so you guys and can even get not really heavy CrossFitters because I take them all the time. Uh, well, and you it's know, just like I feel, I just it just makes me feel like a little bit. It just makes my body feel a little bit like gives a little extra sentence. Yeah, I can't really so, put my finger on it, but I like it. No, I like it too. And I think the the thing that I love about Equip Foods products is not only is it developed by a doctor and they are very invested in making sure there's no crap in their products, it's like you feel like you're truly getting an honest nutrition from this thing. Like you know all the ingre- all the ingredients, you know that this is something that's really pure for your body. Every time that we take some one of their supplements, and we've talked a lot before of like questioning supplements of whether or not you should take them, but we really truly feel like these guys are invested in your health. So I specifically love using the greens as well. So what I've been doing lately is mixing the greens and the collagen uh, in my pre-workout. So it's like a little bit, I do a concoction of like a little bit of noon just to have like a little bit of flavor, but the greens also has flavor. And then I put the collagen in and I shake it up in some water and I drink it. And I feel like I'm just getting like some really good nutrition throughout my workout. So um, and then Claire, I know you've been using the the beef protein and you've been having really good results with that. And so I think yep. if you're going to choose to to use any supplements, really spend your money on something that you can really feel good about. And so uh, Equip Foods is E-Q-U-I-P Foods, F-O-O-D-S dot com, the discount code GGW. That lets them know that we sent you and supports the podcast. So thank you guys and for doing you that. And gets you a discount. Of course it gets you a discount. and then you're really healthy okay so we are splitting this episode up a little bit because we interviewed michael davis from crossfit adept to give you all sorts of tips about madison so that will be at the end of this episode but claire and i wanted to answer some of your questions that we missed from last week and cover all of that because by the time this episode comes out we will be flying to the games we'll be so busy we will be in a whirlwind of crossfit land so we're going to cover it's some quick que- <laughs> we're going to cover some quick questions and then you guys will have some awesome CrossFit Games recaps to look forward to for the coming weeks after and the games. Hopefully maybe some bonus episodes. What do you think? Exactly. Joy? I think we can do it, man. Anything is possible. I think, I think you guys might have some bonus episodes to look forward to this weekend. Well, as I was editing episode 212 uh tonight, I was doing some Insta stories and I tagged Dave Castro. One of my recent obsessions, not really, but just something I think is really funny is if I've had like a glass of wine, I just start tagging Dave Castro and things. You really do. You really do. (laughs) I think I drunk texted Dave Castro when I was at a uh, uh, Red Rocks concert and I have no idea why. I was just like, I'm just going to tag. (laughs) You totally did. You were like tagging him in all the Beck songs. (laughs) I always get on Instagram and I'm like, why does our DM thing full of like, you mentioned the Dave Castro in your story. I'm like, oh God, Joy's been drinking and tagging. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much. And so I was at uh, Red Rocks a couple weeks ago for Beck and I was just like, I don't know why. I just feel like Dave Castro needs to be in this Insta story. Uh, so I like to screw with him. I yeah, know he you, reads you it. You said I he- de- dedicated to the Dave Castro. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
how does this have anything to do with Dave Castro? You know what it is? It's just it's just a dose of his own medicine, Claire. Because you know all just those being random, the most posts, like random human, most random human. And so I just think that he would appreciate that in some way, shape, or form. But Did we ever he like actually meet him and talk to him. He's gonna be like, "Are you guys the weirdos who tag me and all that random crap?" Although I bet no. everyone tags him. He... So oh, are you kidding me? Us. Do you understand? Probably the weirdest text that he gets or pictures that he's probably like, "Oh dear Lord," but I know he sees them because you can see if he, you know right, his, it says scene yeah his preferences aren't like secret we see you dave castro girls gone wild van is on you nope oh my goodness okay i don't know how i got off on that tangent but what i was saying was that i was editing the show and i was like oh my gosh dave castro tagged him in the very end when we were like dave castro we want to see you i hope he has cornrows yeah so it's totally gonna be a thing we're totally gonna get him to sit down with us I have a feeling games. he's not going to be down with anyone during this, the mm-hmm. CrossFit Games, but you never know. Except for us. Except mm-hmm. for Anyway, so we're going to answer your questions tonight. We're going to go through a couple of the things but, um, that we missed from last week, but we definitely cannot wait for you guys to hear the uh, rest of the episode with Michael Davis from CrossFit Adept and all the fun Madison things that you guys should check out. So what questions do you want to start with? I, I personally think we should cover and tackle the when do you find a new gym question because that has come up. Yes. It comes up from here. Uh, for, from time to time it, from time to time it comes up here and there but it's like it's one of those things where I feel like we really need to talk about it when it does come up because yeah totally. people have a very close relationship with their gym and right so I think whenever we talk about this there's kind of always two main points the first one is that don't second guess a good thing if you are happy with your gym and yet you have gotten it into your head that you need to to move to another gym for different programming or additional programming or whatnot unless you are trying to become a professional games athlete and you are legitimately like moving to work under a specific coach there's no reason you know gyms for the moder for like the average person good gyms are all somewhat comparable and so if you are at a good gym and you like the community and there aren't any like glaring errors you kind of are just starting to feel like you know I don't know should I look should I go somewhere else like don't just don't second guess a good thing stay where you are enjoy the community you know maybe try to go a little bit heavier go a little bit faster um push yourself in those workouts you know rather than trying to seek out something special I think the second thing though is um that you really like if you don't like where you are, you need to it's let me back up. The second thing is that at the end of the day, a gym membership is a business transaction. And if you are not getting the product that you are paying for, then you need to find another gym where you are, will receive the product that you are paying for. And yes, the community is a huge part of CrossFit and in fact is is the X factor in our opinion of what what makes CrossFit stand out as a fitness methodology, but if you are not feeling safe, if you are not being trained effectively, you know, to the point where you ha- are seeing glaring, glaring um, gaps or, you know, just misses in the programming, if they're, it's really clicky and you feel excluded, if the gym owner, you know, if whatever it is, if something doesn't feel right, you're paying a lot of money to get, to have CrossFit be something that you look forward to. And if you're not at a gym that you look forward to going to and, you know, n- take out the, the, the factor of like you're there are maybe other reasons like you're not looking forward to going to CrossFit because you're just kind of sick and tired of CrossFit or you need a break whatnot if you're not looking forward to going to the gym because of gym specific circumstances then it's time to find a new gym yeah 
And like I said, like I think there's a lot of baggage that can go with that because you are friends with other people in the class. You may be friends with the owners. Like, you know, you probably feel like you've personally committed a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, not just to the location and, you know, within those four walls, but to like helping build the community and all that. But really you need to advocate for yourself and get what you want out of the gym. And if you are not getting what you want to a degree, you know, like I said, like if you're kind of just like, um, I'm starting to get a little bored, like kind of your eyes are wandering sort of a thing, just stay where you are. But if you truly are feeling like, no, I, something's not right. This is not the right fit. I really think that that's all there is to it. And yeah, the other, the other analogy I always make is like, if you went to a hairdresser and got a bad haircut, you wouldn't be like, that's it. I'm never getting my haircut again. You would go and find a new hairdresser. It's the same kind of thing with a CrossFit gym. If you go to a CrossFit gym and you're like, even after a while, if it's like, you know what? No, this isn't a good fit. That Like that was a shitty haircut. Then you just go find a new CrossFit gym and, you yeah. know, keep trying until you find the right one. Yeah. And I would also add that just be mindful of wherever you go, there you are. So there are going to be our, there are going to be some things that you're going to always look at and be a little bit critical of, but to also know that CrossFit gyms are meant to be intimate. And so you're always going to kind of run into this dynamic of like noticing things a little bit more than you would just going into a Globo gym. And so that's another piece to kind of go, what am I really willing to kind of look over and say, this is kind of my stuff that I'm just really acutely aware of and where can I just be like no this is something that's really going to bug me and really affect me um, you know making this a place where I really enjoy going to so that's another uh, thing to just evaluate that I don't always want people to just jump ship but I because I want people to look at their stuff too of like there's a lot of people that go to CrossFit gyms and just kind of stay out of the, they just stay on the peripheral and they're just like, oh, I'm just going to go work out. I'm just going to go home. And they don't really go to the socials and they don't really get involved in the community too much, which is fine. But I think if you're one of those people that just kind of dives in and gets involved in every single thing that thing that that the gym offers, you are going to be a little bit more susceptible to getting involved in the drama. And guess what? It's just going to happen. When you put a group of people together, it's like yeah. MTV real world, like strangers living in a house together. It's kind of like that for CrossFit gyms. Yeah. Like stuff is just going to happen. And it's a little bit like high school. You're going to see things that you probably wouldn't see normally in the real world because you're always together and you get to know people on an intimate level. And you're in a vulnerable situation with people. Very yeah. like emotions are going on. Like you have to understand this. Like I'm looking at it from a group dynamic perspective where if you put a group of people together you're going to start to see dynamics emerge that's just how human nature is so without Mm -hmm. like going too far down that hole like just think about what you're bringing to the table if you can overlook it and kind of get over it versus no this is just a really toxic place that i don't want to be in so yeah i think that's a good way to like i think the way you said about is it you or is it you know, is it at the end of the day, is this issue coming from you? I think that's kind of what I'm getting at with like, if you're just starting to kind of have a wandering eye, then just stick with it. I think that's kind of the root of the difference is like, is this something where it's kind of your, your crap that you are trying to turn around and say, oh, this is, this is because of the gym I'm at, or is it truly an issue within the gym that you can't, you know, kind of work through on your own? I think the other thing too, is like that being said, there are a couple big warning signs that I that I think should not be ignored. Um, the first one is coach favoritism. If your coach or coaches or if the owner of the gym is consistently showing favoritism towards, usually it's towards more advanced athletes, but it could be towards anyone. If you don't feel like the, the athletes at your gym are treated equally regardless of their skill level, that to me is a red flag. Yeah. I also think another big red flag is kind of within that just clickiness. And a little bit is going to happen of that because naturally – you are going to have 
people are going to gravitate towards the other people who, you know, have similar um, ability levels as them or, you know, you're going to kind of become close. You're going to become closer with the people you work out with more frequently. Like that's just naturally going to happen. But Mm -hmm. if you are feeling it should like there's a difference between kind of naturally, you know, bonding with certain people versus excluding other people and if you are feeling like the atmosphere is exclusive then that is another really big red flag yeah and that's another thing that i was thinking about when you're saying that's a really good point about clickiness and also the you know i think when i first started i don't know about you claire but when i first started crossfit i remember feeling left out of some of the quote-unquote clicks and over time that just went away and I think it's because at the beginning you're really wanting to kind of find your tribe with CrossFit and I think it also has to do so much with how invested you are in the sport and so at the beginning I was like all in and it was my life and you're like kind of obsessed with it and you and so I think you Mm -hmm. take things a little bit more personal of like wanting to be the best on the leaderboard and wanting to do the best in the class that day and I think as my relationship has evolved it's almost like any type of relationship where you get really intense at the beginning and then you start to loosen up a little bit. And so now I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm at a good place with it. Like I don't freak out if like, you know, I don't do the best in the class that day or like my whiteboard scores wrong or the coach wrote it wrong or like that just so bothers me less these days. And I think it's just, oh my gosh. you know, I like it just I wrote an entire blog post, like in my first month of CrossFit about how I think I've like misreported my score. Like that's how I mean it feels really big yeah it does I mean but now I'm like over the last five years I've probably underreported just as often as often as I've I've overreported and like it washed you know it all just water under the bridge but like yeah at the time it does it feels like a huge deal so I think that's the other thing is like take a step back in the scheme of your life and of your fitness and we talk about this a lot too like you know when it comes to missing a workout or having a you know crappy couple of weeks or months or I mean I it's been a month since I worked out and you know once again it's kind of that same mindset of taking a step back and like in the scheme of my lifelong fitness is this going to be the hill that I die on right and if the answer is no then just like let it happen but if the answer is like yeah you know what this is really affecting my ability to enjoy what I'm doing and to get fit then look at it you know then maybe take some take some action yeah but I I'm going to say this one more time because I really want people to hear it is like, please take responsibility for the energy you bring into the space. Like take responsibility of that because you really have to look at like how big of a deal is this for you? And if it's truly a space where you walk in and you walk in and you feel dread, like that's one thing. But if it's like a little bit of drama that you can look at, like look at the other areas of your life. Like, do you attract the same kind of drama? And is it something that you can kind of take accountability for and be like, yeah, I guess I could, you know, own my shit here. So I'm just, I just want people to look at that. Own your shit. Yeah, own your shit. I do want to say one quick thing too about coaching because you made me think about that too, Claire, of like, are the, like how the coach is paying attention to their athletes is also a really big thing. And I cannot remember which, I want to say it was uh, Ben Bergeron's podcast, but there was a recent podcast where a, either it was a CrossFit owner, affiliate owner, what have you. There's so many that I listened to that I lost track, but it was someone who's fairly respected in the CrossFit community that was like, if you're looking, it might've even been Cherie, but, um, if you're looking for a gym to go to, like, look at the coaches and look at how advanced the coaches are, because that's probably the number one thing that people want to see these days is the how advanced coaches are. And I, I think that's awesome. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Is every gym going to have the availability for that, you know, pool of coaches? Probably not like in smaller towns or, you know, whatever, there's probably a saturation of coaches and you're not going to always get the elite coaches. But I also think it's really important as someone who's been doing CrossFit for eight years is that you want a coach that I don't care if you've been doing CrossFit 
longer than I have, but I want you to be confident in coaching people. And I want you to be like, okay to coach people who've been doing CrossFit for a long time. And I think I've just noticed that there's people out there, there's coaches that I've experienced where they're just kind of like, they either know me from the podcast, or they know that I've been doing CrossFit for a long time, that they they, they just assume that I don't need coaching. And it really bothers me because I'm like, I'm like, no, I want you to kick my ass. I want you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I never want to be at a point where I feel like I know everything. And so that's just something that's really important to me. I agree. And I think that it's it's a sign of a really good coach who can kind of do coaching triage. And I think that, you know, like if you're in a, a, a class of, you know, eight, eight or 10 people, like obviously if there's 30 people in your class, that might be another, another caveat. Of if course. If you're at a gym where there there's like just, I personally think that one person cannot safely coach more than 15 people and 15 people is pushing it. Very much so. If you're in a class, if you're in a gym where the classes aren't capped and the classes are routinely 20, 30, 40 people with one coach, find a new gym because that's not the experience you're paying for and that's not the level of coaching you're paying for. Yeah. I that would be like one blanket statement that I'm confident making. You know, and if some some gyms will have 20, 30, 40 people wads, but they'll have two or three or you know, probably not four, but two or three coaches and then that, you know, I feel a little bit better about. But anyway, um I think like the hallmark of a good coach is that you really meet people where they are. And if like they truly are just like needing to be reminded the difference between a push press and a strict press or whatnot, then like that's level one. But if you get, you know, that's step one, I guess not level. I don't want level one, level two, but you know, then you have that elite athlete and you, all you're doing is giving them the tiniest little tweak of like, Hey, and at that point, it maybe it's more of a conversation of like, and maybe it should be more of a conversation of going to that athlete and being like, Hey, I'm noticing this. Have you ever, been given the feedback before have you ever tried just widening your stance a little bit like let's try that and see how it feels and I think it's more exciting to to coach advanced athletes because they can give you feedback about your feedback yeah like you can go to them and say like hey it looks like you're pulling a tiny bit early you can make these micro corrections and they can tell you like no that felt worse and it's like okay great good to know that's developing you as a coach and that's you know helping them develop as an athlete of like you're just continuously trying new things and I think that's appreciated by the athlete nonetheless of like you're taking an investment in them and you're trying to get them over the line to be that tiny little bit better yeah yeah so I agree man that I feel like we're off off topic now but hopefully if you're concerned about the gym you're at or if you're thinking about changing it you have given you some things to think about just bringing it back around we just went off on some tangents okay so the next question did we did you have it or do I have it? Um, oh yeah so we were going to talk about um competitiveness in the gym yeah and I think that kind of goes a little bit to what we were talking about with clicks yeah. but we had a question that was like you know everyone in the gym really supports one another but at the same time it is very competitive a very competitive atmosphere and we are very competitive with, with one another and this the um listener who asked this said you know I'm in a position in my life where I am ready to kind of back off a little bit but you know I'm kind of questioning like what do you do when you aren't going to be, you know, it's no longer your goal to PR every day, but like that's the atmosphere that you're in. I think that's a tough one. And I think it's very individual because it also, you know, will depend on like your individual level of competitiveness. And I think the answer to this one very much relies in Joy's point a minute ago of like own your shit. Yeah. If you are honestly, that's comfortable with that. Bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. And if, yeah, if you're uncomfortable with other people's expectations of your performance and you think you need to be more competitive, at the end of the day, I think that's on you. And I think that you need to, you know, vocalize to your people like, hey, if they 
if it's really, you know, feels like an issue to you, you can explain to them what, what's going on and like why you're backing off and what you're doing. And they should kind of give two craps. You know, they should kind of look at you and be like, hey, great, you do you. I'm going to keep getting PRs. You can, you know, like to each their own, to each their own priorities. And it's not like for a better or worse, doesn't make you a better or worse CrossFitter. It just puts you in a different part of your journey. And that's totally fine. But you need to be able to own it. Yeah. Which I think is really funny with the piece about being competitive because I used to be super competitive when I first started CrossFit. And I think I've just evolved because I see that um, while that's really fun in terms of like, for me, it was fun because it was just a drive thing. Now I see that doing that, doing that just no longer serves me. It used to serve me. It just doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve me anymore because I'm not interested in beating myself up. I'm interested in making myself feel good and making it be the best that I can be for that day. So um, it used to serve me because I feel like that was just what I needed. I just don't need it anymore. So it's not a good or bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's just I have evolved. And I think, in my opinion, I've just matured in a way that I just it's my goals have shifted. So the the piece that's competitive is I think it can be an asset, but I really will go back to be a broken record and say you have to own your shit and say, if you're if you think other people are being competitive it's because you're in the ring with them as well so if you if you take yourself out of the ring like there's no fight so if you're if it's bothering you you really need to look at why you're letting that get to you and if the other person's competitive great wonderful fine but you you know if you spot it you got it so if you have a either a jealousy or something's coming up with you of someone that you see in the gym that you're like, oh, they're so competitive. Well, guess what? It's because you have the same thing that you're noticing in the other person. And that will come up for me every once in a while. Like I'll work out with someone or I'll go to like another gym or someone will maybe drop into our class and they'll really kill it. And there's a tendency for me, if I'm being totally honest, to be like, oh, like, where did this person come from? Like, I, I can't believe that this person's so good and I got to push myself now. And it's like, oh, that's funny. And I just like observe it and I'm not too critical about it. But I I notice that still happens. And it's like, guess what? That's just, if you're a driven person, that's going to be a part of your personality. But it doesn't have to necessarily a ba- be a bad thing, nor does it have to own you, you know? Yes. Yep. I, I mean, agree. we're not going to the freaking games. Let's just, let's just put that out there that that ship has sailed for most of us and we can just use it as a tool to be like, great, we're motivated to do the best we can. But, yeah. uh, you know, you know what, you know what I like to do as well is whenever I feel like that competitive drive or I don't want to say jealousy because it's not like I'm being like Regina George or anything, but I just more like noticing that I'm feeling that competitive surge come up is I try to be very mindful about complimenting the other person from a true, true, genuine place. Like I'll be like, man, you're doing so awesome. This is, this is really cool because the old tendency would want to be focusing on myself. And I think that just, that just doesn't serve me anymore. So I'm trying to be like, no, I really need to recognize this person is killing it. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you have another question? Yeah. I really like this question. We probably have two quick ones to go through but i love this one from Brittany. she says i feel like i never hear about this on any of the podcasts i listen to but aside from your active healthy lifestyles do you ever just unwind and slam a few beers or a bottle of wine perhaps just curious i work out all the time and love to train but i also love having some drinks and jamming some incubus to clear my head she's oh i love that (laughs) yes i don't yes the answer is yes I don't, and then Joy tags Dave Castro in things. Yeah, I drunk, I dr- it's like my version of drunk dialing Dave Castro. Yeah, drink, dr- don't drunk, don't drink and tag. Yeah. Um, I don't think I like ever just slam a bottle of wine anymore because I get hung, like my new 
saying is that you know you're getting old when you don't even have to get drunk in order to be hungover. Because <laughs> I'll have like two glasses of wine. I'll wake up the next morning. I'm like, why am, do my arm like my eyes so foggy and my head feels so heavy? And I'm like, am I hungover? <laughs> Holy crap. That's not cool. Like I, w- I had two glasses of wine. I so, know. Um, but I absolutely will unwind that way. And I also will unwind with like a big thing of chips and salsa or just vegging out. I've been watching a ton of like chef's table and just like 30 rock as always. And like random Netflix. Like I just, you can't go, yeah. go, go all the time. It's not realistic. You have to have no. those moments. And like there, I don't think any single person on this planet is a hundred percent like clean eating all the time. No, nor should you, you be. be, nor you should sh- you, you should be. Absolutely not be. You shouldn't be. And I've been thinking about this a lot, especially because, uh, you know, when you guys hear this, you'll already you'll already have heard the episode. But Claire and I just recorded the recorded 212 a couple nights ago. And so we just talked about this of like, you know, resolving macro counting and what we went through with that. And just lately, I've just been so mindful about the things that go through my head of like, oh, my gosh, if I have some ice cream tonight, I'm like, you know what? Your body is really, really excited about it, and you just need to yeah. own that shit. <laughs> I think this is going to be the name of our podcast of this show, um, of this episode. But I think the other piece that is really important to note is like our. Uh, I don't want to go down like a huge rabbit hole, but like lately, I've been listening to the mind pu- mind pump guys, and they were talking about how lately, as could, in every day, as in every for, day, like, the last year. like super into the like most recent episodes. They're just they're just killing it. And the most recent episode they did, this is, um, let's see, the Wednesday, July 26th date. Um, They were talking a lot about, like, if you continue to cut back your calories and up your exercise, your body at one point has nowhere to go. So if you continue to put yourself in more of a deficit and more of a stress, guess what? There's very little room for your body to respond. And that has just been really... sticking in my brain of like, wow, that mindset really doesn't serve me anymore of like doing more, more, more. Because like I've said in like a few episodes this year is like, I've been running and like my whole life I've been active. And guess what? My body hasn't changed. Well, I wonder why my body doesn't have anywhere to go. So what am I expecting? You know, so it's like that piece of what are the expectations we put on ourselves? And I just... I don't know. I just feel like that's a that's something where as far as indulgences go, that's been a huge game changer for me to be like, yeah, I'm just like, what am I going to keep restricting my entire life and like badger myself every time I have a piece of cake? So, of course, I love having drinks with my friends and I love like going to brunch and like the other pieces I think we just mentioned, too, is like the assumption is that we're just going to completely go off the handle and like eat. 20 pieces of pie like we have to trust that we are not going to do that we're just not going to do that like it would make us feel sick so having an indulgence doesn't mean that we're going to like make ourselves feel horrible having an indulgence to be we're making ourselves enjoy life and i think that's so necessary like we can't look at indulgences as like oh i'm being so bad you know no, very silly. Don't ever say that. I don't ever. Like, don't you're ever. So bad. You're so bad. Oh, you're so good. You don't eat cake. You're so good. I'm like, no, I just like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go have a brownie. Okay. Um, the last question. Whatever. I think I'm you had fries. it. Cheese fries. Um, did I have it? I think you had it. Okay. Hold on one sec. Let me look. Oh, 
Someone asked about Scott finishing the whole 30, which was funny because I did address oh, this, yeah. but he made it like three days and then he was like, mm, no. But it's really cute because he actually mentioned it a couple days ago again that he wants to do the whole 30. So uh, I'm just, again, I got to be a cat. I'm like, whatever you want. I'm not going to say anything. Sure. But um, I think we should definitely do that again, Claire. Like, like, no, like know, you said, October. In yeah, October. for sure. Put it on the calendar. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody asked, any suggestions for double unders? I'm working on them religiously and making progress, but would love some tips. That is my tip. Just work on them every day. There's Five minutes. no secret sauce. Five minutes. Get your own rope. Yep. That's my that's my secret sauce. Get your own rope. Once again, I've said this a hundred times, not because it needs to be fancy, but because you need to be, it helps a lot to when you're learning to always be using the same rope. Same rope. Yep. And double under and wonder still has a discount code for us if you want to oh yeah, take advantage GDW. of that. Yep. If you want to get a custom little cute little rope, double under wonder. Um, other than that, just practice every day. You'll get there. Once you get like those first couple, two, three, then you'll get like nine, ten. And from there, you'll just blow up. So yeah. good luck. Stick with it. I know it's so frustrating. But that's that the answer. So but that's close. the only way. That's the only way is just it really practice, is the practice, only practice. way. Five minutes after every wad. Okay. I do have a quick one too. Favorite must buy foods, Claire. Do you have things that you buy like every single week that you're like, I just need this in my house? I'm so into those almond flour crackers right now. Are you really? They're Can so you post good. those like when again? We, yes. I don't even think I have a box in my house right now because I think I'm out. But they're grain free. They're made with almond flour and cassava. Is it cassava? Yeah, cassava. That's how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. And they're, they have like all these different flavors, but I just get the sea salt ones and they're so crispy and tasty and I just am so into them right now. Other yeah. than that, um, what do we always buy? What if I'm like trying to think of like what at the store that I always duck in? I mean, baby food, but like that doesn't count for normal humans. Um, no. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, go we through... did stop. At oh, the, we stopped the other day. Uh, there was a peach stand. This is, I post this on Instagram stories. Oh, I have yeah. two, like. I don't really have that many or slash any like do or die black and white rules in my life, but I will say that there are two main tenets I try to live by. The first one is that if you're at a fancy restaurant, always order the special. And the second one is if you see a peach stand on the side of the road, always stop. Mm-hmm. And we had we saw a peach stand and I like cut across three lanes of traffic to go there and it was the best decision I've made all summer and these peaches are like drip down your chin delicious. Oh. So this time of year in Colorado, guys, the peaches are just unbelievable. And I, I'm sure I've told this story, but I always just think about when I was pregnant to this time two years ago. And I would say the whole month of August is basically peach season. And towards the end of August, I would have been like eight months pregnant, seven and a half months pregnant and was just miserable. And I remember eating a peach and I like could tell it was the last, you know, it was kind of, it was like mealy. It wasn't good. I could tell peach season was over and I cried. Oh. Because I have been just enjoying Aww, peaches so much. I've been eating. I literally was eating like four, four, like six peaches a day the whole August when I was pregnant. And when I realized the peaches and was over, I cried. <laughs> yeah. That's how much pregnant Claire loved peaches. But that's even non-pregnant really Claire really loves peaches. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, really just like we have a really basic grocery scenario over here. We, I usually buy like our grocery list is really, really similar with a couple of various seasonal substitutes. Like are the kind of fruit that we buy varies based on the time of year. In the winter, we don't really buy fruit other than like apples. And we usually buy about three quarter pound of salmon a month, oh, a month, a week. Like that's our treat. One night a week, we cook salmon. But other than that, man, our grocery list is really the same. Is week. it? Yeah. And it's not exciting. That's okay. And not, yeah. And like, 
there was a time in my life where I was cooking fun and exciting recipes and I was baking and I was like trying out new things and I just don't have time for it right now. So we have a lot of just like old standbys that just get repeated and it was just fine. You know what I'd like to hear from listeners, their feedback on if anyone does those food delivery services like Blue Apron or HelloFresh or whatever. Oh, we tried that. Did you? A bunch of people gave us gift certificates, which... This is a great, if you have somebody in your life who's about to have a baby, a Blue Apron or HelloFresh gift certificate is a great gift because there is this period of time after the first couple of weeks where like you want to be cooking and you want to be doing things for yourself, you know, and you don't really still want to be in the, in like the stage of having people bring over lasagna, but you also aren't quite ready to like plan and grocery shop and do all that. And so the Blue Apron situation is the best way to bridge that gap we did have blue apron and HelloFresh. they were very 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 similar like the meals were all very very on par with one another um blue apron had a little bit less packaging which i like um but i really really liked it if i could afford to do it all the time i would oh really okay that's good to know because it it gives you you get um ingredients that you wouldn't normally use and but you have very specific instructions on how to use them yeah so you aren't just in the store of like well i guess i'm gonna try to buy catfish and then like it just goes bad in your fridge because you don't really cook with it right everything that they send you has a specific recipe to go with it and so you really do like end up cooking things that you would never cook on your own but you actually make them because it's all just ready right in front of you yeah i've always wondered about that okay because i didn't know if it was worth yeah, it I'm a it's like huge yeah. fan okay it's expensive though like if you sure you know, it's not something that most people probably can afford all the time. But if you are in a have a couple of like really crazy busy weeks coming up, or you are trying to find a gift for someone, like it's a really I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, staples. I, I think I more wanted to know from you too. If if you go into phases of like things you, that you're really into, like those almond flour chips or whatever they are, <laughs> crackers. Thank you. Crackers. Yes, I do have phases like that. Yeah. Firecrackers like, crackers are my phase right now. Right now, I feel really embarrassed to say this, but like, because I'm like, Sunday oh, crap, tomatoes. is this? Yes. Like, I can't stop eating them. And I don't know. I think it has to do with doing the whole 30. I'm like, oh, crap. Am I just replacing a really bad like habit for it? Because I put sun-dried tomatoes on everything now. And I don't know if it's just like a little bit of the sweetness, but there is a huge jar from Costco that I buy and I buy like two jars and I swear to God, I go through one a week. Just that is so funny. And remember how you were like really into that mango salsa? Yeah. We bought one of those and never finished it. That is so funny. Yeah. Like you went through like one a week for our whole Whole30 and I yeah. bought one. And I mean, I liked it, but it just didn't really grab me apparently the way that yeah. you, it, it grabbed you. Well, I did it. I used it to replace salad dressing. So I was using um, um, the okay. mango salsa as like kind of like to use it as a salad dressing because I didn't want to use salad dressing. And then... Uh, also, I was using sauerkraut to like mix in with my salad. I love it's like, yeah. Mm. So I was kind of switching between that and then the mango salsa for like any type of needing to, you know, put a little something dress on the some salad. Greens. Yeah, dress some greens. Um, but yeah, I have, I've kind of slowed down on the mango salsa and then I've switched now to uh, sun dried tomatoes. Oh man, they're so good. <laughs> it's such a so dork. Funny. I guess it could be worse. I guess it could be PB2, which I've completely moved on from. It can know, happen. You can. You, it is possible to break up. That. Yeah. People you, are like, are you, you still just, eating? Do like, you give a two-second thing about why you moved on from PB2? It's not like well, a huge groundbreaking no. recovery. It's just like you just don't crave it anymore. Yeah, I don't crave it anymore. I think doing the Whole30 really makes you step back and look at the things you're putting in your body and evaluating all the ingredients, especially added sugars. And so um, that is something that I think more, more specifically for that particular food – 
I was really curious to kind of evaluate the relationship that I had with it. And this is, it sounds silly, but it's like with anything, whether it be wine, sweets, PB2 is kind of my crack. And so I was eating it multiple times a day. And so I thought, okay, I'm going especially because of the whole 30 whole 30 it's not whole 30 compliant i'm going to eliminate it from my diet and see how i do and really evaluate the relationship and i think after just like the first few days once you notice that you're like i don't really care to have that anymore um you realize like okay that's fine and it didn't really serve me and i remember you know after you start to feel really good on the whole 30 because you're putting really good foods in your body um i didn't I noticed that I was like, that probably really upset my stomach and uh, I wasn't really paying attention to it, but it upset my stomach. And so like now, like I started using stevia here and there and it really upsets my stomach. And so I'm like, well, not going to use stevia anymore. Um, You know, so little things like that started to kind of come up and I just, it's not worth it to me. And Melissa Hartwig always talks about like, is it worth it? And for me, it's just not worth it. It's not something that makes me feel good. Uh, So that's really it. It's not that I'm like, oh, it's bad for you. It's just more like, yeah, I'm just trying to fuel my body with more whole foods. And then the other piece that I know I addressed last week is like from doing macro counting, I tried so hard to, to use filler foods to fill me up and it made me feel even more hungry that... I'm noticing a huge difference now of filling my body with really good high nutrient or nutrient dense foods that I'm not as hungry. And so I'm seeing that shift happen and it does happen that you start to kind of put this shit in your body that you realize is like, it's actually doing the opposite. It's not making you feel full because your body's like, I have zero nutrients. Um, So that's another piece is I just want to eliminate as much as I can and eat real food because that makes me feel satisfied. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the next part of the episode uh, with Michael Davis from CrossFit Adept. You guys, uh, whether you're going to the games or not, um, we are really excited to, you know, just see how it goes in Madison and report back. It's going to be so fun. When you guys listen to this, we're going to be in CrossFit land, which is our favorite. And you better be following us on social media like banshees because we are going to be all over the place. So follow us, meet up with us. If you guys are going to the games, please come say hi. If you see us, please say hi. We love it. We want to meet you and keep an don't eye out on social media yeah like, don't i wasn't never. sure if i should say hi be no. sure say hi yeah We're don't even question humans. it we're normal normal humans we want to take pictures with you and we will also be uh putting announcements up on social media for meetups so keep an eye out for that and then also tag us in your photos of where you guys are because we want to see what's up at the games and if you found anything interesting let us know yeah let us know yeah all right so the next half of this episode will be with michael davis from madison <laughs> okay, can I just tell you, Michael Davis, that we one of our favorite coaches is named Michael Davis. So I'm just going to call you Michael Davis from <laughs> from now on. I I'm so glad you brought that up, Joy, because every time I've seen a, like a notification for this conversation, I'm like, are we talking to? Wait, is Mike Davis, Coach Mike, coming on the podcast? That's <laughs> unusual. And like, oh, oh no, I just like, point you, Claire. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I didn't realize that the Mike, the Mike Davis that we know, was an expert on Madison. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, hi. Hi, Michael Davis. Okay, so give us a quick rundown, CrossFit testimonial, and what Jimmy Croach at. All right, so, um, man, uh, I've told this story so many times. It's I feel so like... great, and then we I, we, I always wish we had church music playing. I know, I know, right? Um, so, basically, I, I grew up playing sports my entire life. Um, you know, I, I grew up in the Michael Jordan era of Chicago, so basketball was always number oh, one. Oh, you would be so best friends with my husband. <laughs> Oh. Well, 
Is he coming? We can always talk. No, or- but he would be like, he is you right now. What Everything you're yeah. saying is my husband. Yes, continue. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, I grew up playing sports. Um, when I was in my mid-20s, uh, I had a friend that we were playing um, semi-pro football together in Minnesota, uh, which like is unpaid. It's not as cool as it sounds, but um, it was fun. <laughs> he... Uh, he was like, you got to check out this new gym. It's way different than anything I've ever done before. So um, I went. It was it was across the gym. The first three workouts were free. The first two were amazing. The third one caused me to throw up for like two hours straight. Uh, so I said, this is not for me. Um, flash what forward. was it? Uh, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it had like double unders, which I couldn't do, and a whole bunch of sit-ups and handstand push-ups. And, and be was, honest, did you try to do all the movements prescribed? Oh, I did. Yeah. I totally did. Yeah. And, uh, what, you know, I, 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 that comes to the end. Hold on. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, flash forward uh, to September 11th, 2013, my wife and I moved to Michigan. Uh, one of her coworkers was really big into CrossFit, tried to get her to start doing it invited us to a 9-11 memorial workout. We went, it was a partner wad, and it was so much different than my other experiences. It was amazing. The community was fantastic. The people we did it with were so supportive. Um, And it was like, I mean, you want to talk about early CrossFit, and I realize 2013 isn't necessarily early CrossFit, but this was in a barn at the owner's in-law's house. So, I mean, like, in the winter, they would work out wearing like winter coats and stuff and you'd have to use gloves on the pull-up bars because the barn was not heated so um it was an awesome experience and we decided that we were going to join and that was that so um the big difference i think between like 2010 and 2013 was ego i definitely was able to check my ego at the door as i say um and realize that there's no shame in scaling so so then you became a crossfit coach Yes. So, uh, did it, loved it, fell in love with it. Um, you know, worked out four or five days a week, depending on my schedule. And, um, I had coached baseball and volleyball and other things in my younger years and was like, you know, I love coaching. I should get into it for this, um, for CrossFit. And after about a year and a half of begging my wife to spend the money for the L1, she finally agreed. Uh, so thank you wife. uh, yeah, thank you. And actually, it was really funny because uh, she's a huge Matt Chan fan, and he was at my L1. Oh, I love so him. So she was like, not only do I hate you for spending the money, but I hate you because you got to spend the weekend with Matt Chan. Yeah. Um, so, but he was awesome. The so entire, yeah, the entire seminar staff was awesome. Um, and now I'm at CrossFit Adept, which is just south of Madison, about, I don't know, maybe seven miles south um, in Verona, Wisconsin. So... That's that's where I will be uh, in a couple days. I am so excited to talk to you because we connected, your wife and I connected in the open announcement, uh, what, it was 
gosh, 17.5, right? March. Claire? <laughs> it's yeah. been a long yeah. time. Yep. And she mentioned talking to you, and I cannot believe it's already here that we're talking about Madison and going to Madison. So here we are. We wanted to bring you on the show to talk about all the things that we should expect in Madison as far as where to go, what to do, what to eat, and then also enjoying the CrossFit Games. And we just thought it'd be cool to bring a local on and be like, what's going to go on in Madison? And then also just give a shout out to your gym and all the people that are at CrossFit Adept because you guys are so welcoming. Um, and what people can also look for if they want to come drop in and so on and so forth. So let's start with uh, the most important aspect of this whole trip is where we should be eating. I uh, am nerdily a fan of Grays. I say it all the time, but um, that is probably my number one place. So I kind of need to branch out. So uh, what are your favorites? <laughs> Which that that preference, by the way, is based on one weekend in Ma- not even a yeah. weekend, like a day and, and a half in Madison. And it was like five times. Yes, five times because I was also within walking distance from my hotel. And I was gotcha. just staying right down by the Capitol. And it was just like, oh, this place is amazing. So yes. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I had the uh, their like sustainability burger or whatever it was that cost $27, but it was the best burger I've ever had. So oh my I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Gray's so is good. amazing. Um, so yeah, so definitely, I mean, for those people that will listen and haven't been there, um, if it's not busy, I would definitely suggest checking that out. Um, but yeah, Madison, I mean, I don't think people think of Madison, like w- the state of Wisconsin as being a, a food place. Um, Madison has just some amazing restaurants. So, uh, I know I sent you a list. Obviously we, we don't have time to go over all of them. Yeah. Um, We're going to post this also on our Facebook page because we have a, quite the list of recommendations too. So, um, I think that as far as the CrossFit games go, there's probably going to be a lot of food at the venue. I'm guessing because that's kind of how they do it as well. But if people want to like, want to get away and go out, I think what are like the top few that you really think are super awesome for very fit people, but also want to have an indulge an indulgence and, and experience Madison. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I know you guys went to roast, I think with my wife for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. That, that one's one of my favorites. Um, and that one's right on state street, which if you're in Madison for the games, you have to check out state street, um, and just walk up and down it, check out, the give a little rundown bars, of what state street stores. is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, State Street is, I believe it's a mile long. It runs from the State Capitol building to what they call Library Mall. It's where a bunch of uh, the University of Wisconsin libraries are. It's a pedestrian-only street with the exception of buses, police cars, and other random cars that make a wrong turn onto the street, uh, (laughs) which happens more often than not. Um, But it's just, uh, I mean, I've... I've been to Denver once. You guys have something similar out there. If you're from Minnesota, it's kind of like Nichols Mall. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's got bars, restaurants, shops, uh, ice cream, pretty much anything you can think of uh, up and down it. So it's definitely worth checking out. And um, it's where you'll find a lot of students during the school year uh, when they're not in class. It was but really funny that you said that because when we were walking up and down, I think folks were... Claire, was it like spring spring break? break. Yeah, because there was not a lot of students walking around. But it was really funny because I did see students walking around and all I could think was like, oh my gosh, it feels like I'm back in college. (laughs) (laughs) Because you are like right in the heart of everything. It's really cool. Yeah, the the university is amazing. It has so much green space, but it's in the middle of the city. Yeah. um, Yeah, students are everywhere. It's, it seems like it's really spread out, but in that little campus area, campus downtown, the square area, it's it's 
students everywhere. So. I felt a little um, unhip. I felt a little uncool. Like I'd go in the coffee shops. And I'm like, I am so old. <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine how I feel a 33 year old law student hanging out with a bunch of 22 year olds. I'm like, what is a beats by who now? What? What's going on? So. Oh, I loved it though. It was really fun. Claire, by the way, before I forget, we yeah. have to visit your card reader. When we go there, we should no, have a, we should have a meetup. We're up. not doing that. <laughs> yes, we are. We are What's not the name doing of that. it? What's the name of it? Maybe maybe Michael's been there. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm sure you know what it is. It's that like tarot healing crystal. It's like right shop, under a like, record shop. Yeah, yep. it's right under that record store. It's around the corner from where American Apparel used to be. Yep, I know what you're talking about. It's called I like, walk by the, there. Yeah, it's called I something walk by there like every day. Yeah. Yeah, I got a tarot card reading there once, and uh, just as some background, I don't. I am not the type of person who gets a tarot card reading. And so not only was I like really apprehensive, not apprehensive, like really skeptical going into it in the first place, but it was just comically hilariously terrible. So <laughs> you're no, selling it just, very like, well. I know it was not a good, it was really not good at all. We and almost, it was like yeah. hilariously not good. But we Maybe all, we should mention the name. Here, but yeah, no, we won't mention the name. It's probably good that we forgot it because, you know, being a law student, right. all I can think of is defamation coming our way. So. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, I, but it, but isn't defamation only if it's not true? This was true. It was a bad yeah. experience. Yeah, I, I'm not a lawyer yet, so I can't say for sure. Don't <laughs> don't take I mean, legal advice from me. I know, right? Because <laughs> if if you could get if you could get a defamation lawsuit just for saying that you didn't have a good experience somewhere, everyone on Yelp will get sued. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's so true. I vote for a meetup there. I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. So let's move on to right. the venue. Okay. Let's let's move on to the Alliance Center venue because we uh, don't know much about this place. Uh, you Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I have to give some background though because I actually so my my husband as you as everyone listening knows Brandon is from Middleton. Born and raised. Um went to UW Milwaukee, but his family still lives in Middleton and his little sister, her high school graduation from Middleton High School was at the Alliant Energy Center. And so in my mind, I'm like, they announced, oh, it's at the Alliant Energy Center. I was like, isn't that where Ella graduated from high school? Like the last time I was in there, it, you know, just seemed so anticlimactic of like, this could not be more basic of like a little just event center. And so I've been so curious to see, I am still so curious, and I'm so interested to see, like, how they build it out for the CrossFit Games, but I'm curious, like, for you, you know, obviously knowing there are all these huge, big-scale events that happen there, and also knowing that the reason that they had to push the games back from the normal weekend they normally have it, which would have been this upcoming weekend, was because of the Dane County State Fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't mess with the State Fair in Wisconsin. <laughs> no, Do not you don't. Mess. And, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny uh, that you mentioned that, because... Um, when I was looking at the map, when I was doing my research for this this call, um, I noticed that the New Holland the New Holland Pavilion is where like the age pavilion is, the age group pavilion is, and the uh, vendor village. And those are those are awesome, brand new. Well, not brand new; they're a couple years old, but new buildings that um, are mainly used for horse shows, cattle shows, and all that stuff. Uh, so I did a little bit of digging, and they are concrete floors you can just open them up wide and and use them for a bunch of different purposes but yeah that's the first thing that went through my head was isn't that where they hold the horse shows and the cow and the livestock shows so yeah um, like it's like the 4-h like yeah exactly exactly yeah um but no it's you know they they, uh the the new the newer pavilions were built as multi-purpose 
Um, they have a ton of bay doors, so you can throw them open. So I know, Joy, when I texted you earlier in the week, I said that only the Coliseum events would be indoors. Um, and I, I spoke prematurely. Uh, the, the, the events in the pavilions will be indoors but kind of they, they, they can be open air so okay okay yeah because i was thinking about that i was like how do we dress because we're so used to being outside the entire time in carson so of course like you know i'm just gonna be wearing right. crossfit clothes the whole time but um i'm like am i gonna get to wear my cool hat like i'm so used to blocking, <laughs> blocking the sun all day um so as far as like uh, there's been some really funny talk about like the bugs in Madison, like Claire, obviously mm-hmm. you can speak to this too, but like, are people going to be freaking out about this? Like you said, there's a little bit of stuff outside that might be a problem, but not till later, right? Yeah. Usually the bugs don't come out until, uh, it, until they gets a little cooler out and the sun goes down a little bit. Uh, it's Wisconsin. Weird things happen all the time. Uh, we had a 70 degree, 70 degree day in February. So with weather, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and I'll, the bugs are probably going to be out all day now that I'm saying that. Yeah, they will of course. Be bad. Like, <laughs> the Willow Island where like the RV parking is and everything and the camping that's surrounded by water. So that might be a different story. And I can't say for sure, but I'm guessing that the first event, the run, swim, run is going to head out to Olin park over on Lake, uh, Monona. Um, they announced and, it. They announced what it is. That's yeah, it's going. Oh, did they? Okay, I, I missed that. I saw, I know that it was a mile and a half run, a five hundred meters, yeah, swim, mile and a half run. I think it, I think it is like Monona. Yeah, so it'll be buggy over there probably, uh, even during the day, just because water. Once it starts, the sun starts going down. It cools off. That's when the mosquitoes really come out. So. And then I also noticed the Madison B cycle that you mentioned, which I think is a great idea for some folks. Can you talk a little bit about that and the yeah, special so, membership? Sure. Um, I, I was looking for you know things to talk about and came across Madison B cycle. It's uh, they have them in all, all over. I've, I've done it in like DC and everything, but it's. Can I just put a plug in really quick? I'm sorry, sure. I have to interject, but. B-Cycle was started by Kaiser Permanente, where I work, and so I have to oh, just nice. really put a fan out to the lady who developed B-Cycle. Yeah, Very started cool. with Did the not know that. Kaiser Permanente. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just breaking ground out there all the time. We really are. Um, yeah, I mean, it's they're running a promotion for the CrossFit Games, so I think it's $12 for a membership for the week, and that gets you unlimited 30-minute rides, so as long as you check the bike into a station within 30 minutes, you can pull it right back out again and keep going on your merry way. Um, so there's a station a- across John Nolan Drive. So the, the venue is um, surrounded on two sides by Rimrock Road and John Nolan Drive, and then the railroad tracks and the creek. That so, is so cool. Um, so people could essentially, just depending on where they pick it up, could just park their bike right across from the yep. uh, venue. Yeah, and there's... Yeah, and Madison is pr- one of the friendliest, like bike-friendly cities in the, in the country. Uh, there are bike paths everywhere. The uh, the venue is right off a bike path, so if you're afraid of getting hit by a car, you can check out a bike and feel safe. Yeah. Um, and you know, even if you're like staying right across the street from the venue at the Holiday Inn or the Clarendon or whatever, uh, you can hop across, grab a bike, ride it downtown. Um, and not have to worry about driving your car and catch an Uber back to your hotel later if you want. Oh, that's so great. That's really smart. Okay. Yeah. So then how about uh, people, I'm sure, 
they're going to be busy going to all the events too. But what if people want to check out some gyms? Uh, obviously, yours is going to be one of them. But do you have any special advice for people wanting to do drop-ins? It's going to be a really busy weekend for CrossFit gyms, I'm imagining. Yeah, it's going to be super busy. The, the closest one is CrossFit Big Dane. Um, we were members there for about a year. The community is amazing. The owners are great. Um, they have, like most gyms, have a special tab up on their website now for drop-ins to fill out the waiver ahead of time to reserve for classes. Um, a lot of them are registered with the drop-in app, so you can make it real easy on yourself doing it that way. Um, Big Dane, like I said, it's the closest. It's also very cozy. Uh, they usually cap members uh, cap cap classes at twelve. Um, and we dropped in there for yeah. seventeen five, and yeah, it was really it took- tight. Really yeah, tight. It's, it's probably really tight. two hours just to get. We were in like the second heat, and it still probably took two hours from start to finish just to get through to the second heat because they yeah. even had to run the warm up and wave. Yeah, yep. I mean, yeah. we had a really positive experience, but I'm oh, yeah, totally. What but if saying, people are very... expecting, yeah, people, especially if they're going to do drop ins, to make sure that there's enough space because it is pretty tight. Right, right. So I don't want people to just think like, oh, this place is close. We'll go right, there. Right, um, And nothing against. Like, I'm not trying to take business away from Barrett. Uh, he's great. But um, contingency plans are always a good totally, idea. Totally, totally, yeah. And they were <laughs> yeah. totally awesome. We highly recommend them. But again, because of the volume of people, just be mindful of that. <laughs> yeah. So then your next closest bet is Connex, which is a little bit south. Uh, it's on the other side of the Beltline. So this is, I'm going to mention this for your listeners. <clears throat> the Beltline is very important to know um, because you'll hear a lot of people talk about things in relation to the Beltline. It's basically the freeway that runs through the city. Um, and the, the energy center is right off the Beltline. It's just north of it. So that said, Connex is just on the other side of the Beltline from the energy center. Um, it's a huge space. That's where Bergeron's group was when they were here for 17.5. Uh, Brian is the owner. He's really nice. I dropped in there a couple times. I have some friends that work out there. Um, so that's another viable option. Um, I don't know if you guys, did you guys have a chance to drop in there at all? No. no, we only mm-hmm. did the one at Big Dane. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, I mean, uh, we were there for 17.5. We were in the city for like 48 hours. Yeah, it was really gotcha. short. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, obviously, CrossFit Adept is probably probably going to be your best option. Not that I'm biased or anything. <laughs> um, you can be. It's co- all good. Yeah. Their coaches are amazing. Uh, the owner, Jared, is he's a great human being. Um, he, you know, just wants everybody to be happy and be fit. So uh, I'll be coaching there basically Monday, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning. If any of your listeners want to come say hi, or if you guys want to come work out and get beat up by the other Michael Davis coach. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there they have, he has a bunch of hours. Uh, I feel bad because Jared's actually sacrificing going to the events on Thursday so that he can keep the gym open for people that want to drop in. Um, so that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then the other one that I'll mention is Madtown. Uh, it's a bit west, but um, it's a good-sized gym. Uh, Chip and his wife are great owners, great coaches. They've been running a, a box for a long time. Um, I dropped in there before also when they back yeah. when they were in the space that so was like part old bowling alley, part CrossFit gym. And the old bowling alley portion was like being used for dog agility training. Wow. It was... <laughs> It, yeah, but all, I've heard they've moved locations since then, but even though it was a weird location, we had a great experience. I did also appreciate that they 
were uh, Kilo Gym, and which yes. I like dropping in at Kilo Gyms occasionally because I lift in Kilo so infrequently that I tend to PR when I do lift in Kilos because I don't like get inside my head about how much I'm lifting. Yeah, now, yeah. As I was say, they have a they have a weightlifting emphasis, so they're Kilo Gym. Um, they're actually right on a on a bike path, running path, so it's it's really nice if you're gonna go out for a run or something. If you're crazy and you like running, um, you can avoid traffic. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> and then lastly, I want to talk a little bit about things that people can do if they're just kind of wanting to take a break from the games again. I speak to this because I'm like, I just spend the whole time at the games. But some folks want to kind of get out and explore Madison. And I see that there's like events on the square and farmer's market, anything that's like super kid friendly in case people are bringing their kids. Yeah. Um, so definitely the farmer's market. Uh, everyone, everyone should check that out, preferably after nine, because I'm going to go earlier and I don't want it to be crowded. Um, <laughs> I'm actually so excited to go to the farmers market and just see everyone there, like in their nanos. Is that yeah, Saturday morning? When is that? It's Saturday. It's Saturday morning. It runs from like six thirty until I think noon. Um, I don't remember the end time, so forgive me for that. But it's the uh, largest producers farmers market in the country, so it's huge. It's the entire. Uh, perimeter of the Capitol Square. Uh, they have I'm everything. I'm so excited because I'm staying right there. So, Michael, just text me and I'll meet you there early. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I think we're getting there like seven, seven thirty. Okay. So it's a, it's we'll a meet date. you down there. And, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's definitely something people should check out. Um, as for like kid friendly, uh, I mean, Madison's got a ton of kid friendly stuff. There's actually Wednesday morning. Is it Wednesday morning? Oh, you know what? Now I'm blanking and I didn't write it down. I see um, there's, there's like a, a cute zoo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's everything as I mentioned. Thank you. The zoo is free. It's at um, it's Henry Vilas, Henry Vilas Zoo. Uh-huh. It's not too far from the venue. Um, it's not huge, but for a free zoo, it's pretty good. They got yeah. like monkeys and bears and um, all sorts of stuff and face painting. and Yeah. Okay. I can vouch for being kid friendly. My niece goes there and she loves it. Oh, yeah, it's fun. I've been there a couple times. Um, my wife and I love zoos, so we try and make it out there a couple times a summer. And it looks like um, a ton of stand up paddle boarding options and music on the square. Yes. Yeah, there are places to rent stand up paddle boards, kayaks, all that stuff. Uh, if people are in town Wednesday night, there is the last installment of what's called Music on the Square. So the orchestra will be out playing outside the Capitol. You can bring a picnic blanket some food uh, a beverage of your choice just sit out for free and um listen to the orchestra it's it's pretty cool they do it um like four nights a week or three nights a week for most of the summer um so this is wednesday night is the last one and then uh, one more plug that i'm going to put in that joy i know you can't make but down in verona at um, wisconsin brewing company crossfit adept will be putting on a uh, barbells and beer event um so we invite all your listeners to come out to that uh, i'll be helping coach with that thing um it starts at four and uh which day you, wednesday sorry starts ah. on wednesday so if people are in town my my stepmom it was telling me about that she's like they have this brewery event i didn't realize it was the same one she was like I'm, we don't we don't land i don't land until like nine o'clock on wednesday night which i'm so bummed cool. about but my stepmom might come <laughs> Yeah, have her come out. Tell her to come say hi to me. I'd love to meet I really her. Well, yeah. Um, I guess I should say my stepmom in law. But um, okay. So I have a question about like locals only knowledge. Like, what can you tell people in terms of you know? Here are the things that 
are the best way for somebody to tell that you're from out of town. Like, you know, something, saying something or doing something like, you know, is there a tip or a trick for navigating traffic around the Alliant Energy Center? Is there, um, you know, a certain way to pronounce something that like, you know, like, like Houston Street type of a thing? Like, what do people need to know the insider info so that they don't come across as being too touristy before you think before you answer that too michael i have an insider tip claire do you want to hear mine because i've been there yeah what was i would love to what was the store we went to where i got the cheese koozie because i use that every single day oh it was just like the university bookstore (laughs) that's that is the insider tip you need to go to a university bookstore because everything they sell there is some version of a cheese hat or cheese koozie and it's amazing. And I use yeah, that every single does not day. That not answer my question. How do you tell, how do you make it so that people don't think you're from out of town? <laughs> um, first off, just, you know, act like you know what cheese curds are. And it's it's pronounced brat, not brat. Short Good for bratwurst. Know. Yeah, and, a lot of okay, people Okay, can you explain brat. what is a cheese curd? Because... I didn't know until I married someone from Wisconsin. I had never had one. So if you're going to the farmer's market, you're going to see a hundred stands, everybody advertising their fresh cheese curds, and you're going to go, curd, like curdling is not typically something that I want my cheese to do. What right. is a cheese curd and why should you love it? So everyone's heard curds and whey, probably from the nursery nursery rhymes, right? Most CrossFitters know what whey is because protein. Uh, <laughs> curd is basically the other what, what floats to the top of milk when you let it separate out um they're delicious the there's two ways to get them you can either get them fried or fresh fried are amazing fresh are amazing um can't go wrong yeah can't go wrong here's another tip insider tip fresh cheese fresh cheese curds squeak when you eat them so if they don't squeak they're not fresh um weirdest thing ever it really yeah, is it's weird. weird but they're they're amazing uh i know like when rory was in town he's been in madison a bunch um they just go crazy for the cheese curds uh so if you're gonna get if you're gonna go somewhere for cheese curds um i'm a big fan of uh great dane pub or old-fashioned which is on the square um, so joy if you're hanging out at the square you might have to venture away from i did i see that i know i walked by it a few times it looked a little intimidating because i felt like that i had to have like, like i felt like i had to have a cigar and a cane walking into that place yeah that is like prototypical wisconsin they have great bloody mary's they have old fashions which is i think the official drink of the state of wisconsin yeah um and they have they have cheese curds it's and not beer yeah. do you really think it's not beer Oh, I meant no beer. No, yeah, you're right. But you have beer to go to you drink. have to go to the old fashioned and have an old fashioned. Right. Oh, right. Okay, got it. Yeah. Sorry, I meant uh, the official alcoholic yeah. mixed drink. Or mixed drink. Yes. Thank you. There you yes. Go. Yes. Got it. Um, but yeah. So and then uh, as for traffic getting in and out of the event center, um, there's really only one or two ways in, and I don't know how many they're going to have open. Um, so it's probably going to be busy. It's going to be a um, shit show. So everyone should just yeah. ride their B cycle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ride your B cycle if you're if you can bring a bike. I mean, I, I'm trying to convince my wife that we should bike to the event because a fitness and b traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fitness. Yeah, but uh, she's not. I don't know if she's down with that plan. So we'll <laughs> see. Maybe I'll be riding on my own. Um, but yeah. I would say just expect there to be traffic when you're trying to park. Uh, we went for a Brad Paisley concert, which is probably not going to be nearly as bad as the games, and it was ridiculous. So, yeah. yeah. 
Well, Michael, thank you so much. This has been really helpful. Last question. Do you have any things that you're really looking forward to at the games? Have you been to the games before? I have not. Closest ah! I've been was in 2014. So, so uh, it's, it's amazing. Dave Castro, I have to say thanks to Dave Castro because my wife and I were talking last summer about, okay, 2017, we're going to go to the games. We're going to take a vacation. It's going to be amazing. Um, and Dave Castro was like, yeah, you know what? We'll just come to you instead, making it way easier for us. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Thanks, Dave yeah, Castro. Thanks, Dave. Were, you, were you totally shocked when he announced that it was going to be in Madison? No, I actually found out ahead of time. Um, oh, scary. Yeah, secret. insider. Not, not far ahead of time, but... Um, you had some insider trading? Yeah, I had some insider trading. I also knew there was going to be a bike event um, because I went to the after party after 17.5 and someone spilled the beans. But that got announced before I could... Uh, leak that information to you guys. So. Before you can place any bets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what other insider info do you know? Yeah, seriously. That's it. That's that's really it. I don't know anything else. Um, CrossFit van. That, CrossFit van. The I CrossFit do... van's outside of his house, Claire. He's lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they can find me right now, I'd be I'd be shocked because I'm not it's home. Like, so it's like how Alexa is always listening. The CrossFit yeah. van is always listening. It's yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, uh, I will say the one thing I'm looking forward to is just the fan experience um i think crossfit is really really trying to justify the choice of madison i think there are a lot of people that question why madison um and so they're gonna just showcase the city um showcase all there is to do Uh, i don't know if you guys signed up for any of the fittest fan experience stuff but that looks amazing um and then i've done a few like i said i've been to regionals i've done a few competitions um and like i'm just always amazed at how accessible the athletes are and how friendly like the athletes that aren't competing are um you know I, i've had like half hour conversations with scott panchak and margo alvarez and all sorts of people so um i'm just looking forward to hanging out with everybody and meeting everyone and um meeting all the fans from around the world well we can't wait well we will meet Yay. you when this airs, this we'll is actually going to be there. the day that we are flying there. So we'll probably see you in a day or two by the time this airs. And listeners, if you guys want to um, check us out on social media, we'll be posting where we are so we can do meetups throughout the weekend. And um, I'm just so excited to see what this year brings. CrossFit land, CrossFit land. CrossFit land. Yeah, can't wait. So great. All right, stay in line, Michael. Listeners, you heard it with all the tips for Madison. And we'll see you there.